GodzillaMedia.com. Alive, surging up from the depths of the sea on a tidal wave of terror to wreak vengeance on mankind. Raging through the streets on a rampage of total destruction. The GameZilla Podcast. Is this the end of our civilization? Prepare for gaming domination. The mightiest monster of them all. Grimlock, the Dino 9, GameZilla. Welcome to the GameZilla Podcast, your last line of defense in major gaming news. I'm your host, Grimlock, and with me in the GameZilla Media Studios, producer, the Deadite Knight. I am present. That's good. That's good. I am here. I am living in the moment. Perfect. I appreciate you about that. Appreciate you. I also appreciate you. (laughs) Welcome to episode 259 of the GameZilla Podcast, brought to you by our supporters at patreon.com slash GameZilla Media, with patronage levels starting at just $1 per month. Ignore the crickets, that was a mispress. <laughs> That's you can, how exciting our content is. You can vote on uh, on Patreon news topics here on the GameZilla Podcast, and uh Sometimes, sometimes really good uh, topics. It's really tough to vote. Sometimes they're both just so good that everyone wants to vote on them. Uh, also, unique uh, a unique level of access available at the five dollar level where you can get shows that aren't available at GameZillaMedia.com anywhere iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify. Uh, they're only on our Patreon page. Like coming up this week, Dungeon of Doom. I'm getting you ready for the WWE Money in the Bank pay per view, and trust me. WWE has been awful for the last month, so I will save you all the time catching up. I've been watching for you. So uh, that and many other great exclusive shows available, patreon.com slash games and the media. Thank you for being a patron. That's patreon.com slash games and the media. Head on, apply directly. <laughs> Head on. All right. Anyway, uh, anyways, you guess you have to watch the pre-show to get what the hell is going on there. We got some good topics today for the news, so let's not waste too much time. You got that, you got that news plug ready? Drop it. Drop it like it's hot. How hot? Drop it! I'm searching the web for the latest gaming news. Searching GameZillaMedia.com. Downloading headlines. What about this monstrous story of yours? Downloading. That was too hot. I, I didn't like that. I wasn't comfortable. <laughs> you want some good news or some bad news? Uh, I'd like the bad news, please. We're going to run the entire news uh, segment with the GZ in the middle right here. Because I totally didn't load in the images after I yeah, downloaded them. Yeah, okay. So our video guy, Miggy, for YouTube, Player One Miggy, he's going to take care of that for us. He's going to make it look lovely. I just know it. We're doing a really good I job here today. I know it. Jeez. Topic number one. <laughs> <laughs> Topic number one. Game studios could be banned from selling loot boxes to miners under a new bill. That on Wednesday, Senator Josh Howley uh, from, what is it, a Republican from Montana, announced that he would be introducing a bill banning manipulative design features in video games and underage with underage audiences, including sales of loot boxes. Now, before we get too deep into this subject... Because we're going to get deep. Because people have read the name of this episode. They need to know the hard facts. The hard facts. Facts. Uh, one, Senator Howley, yeah. Howley was a, an attorney general for the state of Missouri. I think Missouri might have been the, the That's state what you were I meant. Of. Montana. Uh, you know, Missouri, Montana, same he's re- state. He's really worried about loot boxes, but 
he has a pretty soft stance on drugs. Drugs. The state, the state attorney general said last month that he was inclined to support one of three medical cannabis legaliz- legalization initiatives. So he's not worried about drugs. Not that we're worried about drugs here on this show. No. Nope. I'm just saying he's more worried about loot boxes than he is drugs for the children. Which means one thing. Clearly, this senator thinks that loot boxes are more ma- dangerous than marijuana. Yeah, I think it's a fact at this point. We didn't. Like we just proved it. We didn't take any stretches. We didn't take anything out of context. Nope. Uh, <laughs> just to come up with a weird headline or anything not like that. Not at all. We're I not clickbaiting you. This is legit. We're 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 just deducing some facts here. <laughs> but, but let's get back into yeah. the actual story. Let's get into uh, some some facts here about this new bill. The legislation would, if approved, prohibit the sale of loot boxes in games targeted at children under the age of 18. Games marketed towards wider audiences could also face penalties from regulators uh, like the Federal Trade Commission if companies knowingly allow children to purchase these randomized crates. So... Uh, A couple quotes here from the senator. Social media and video games prey on user addiction, siphoning our drugs don't. No, they don't. Siphoning our kids' attention from the real world and extracting profits from fostering compulsive habits. No matter the business model's advantages to the tech industry, one thing is clear: there is no excuse for exploiting children through such practices. I you know I agree. So we're going to get deeper into this, but let me just let me just lay down a, a couple extra facts here. Listen, if you can't exploit kids, who can you exploit? You can't exploit the elderly. You can't exploit kids. <laughs> who are you going to go yeah, around exploiting? I don't know, man. Maybe gingers. I, I guess maybe we, you know. That's I, racist. I'm just saying. All I exploit you. you. I pay you nothing to be here every week, and yet you continue to show up. You're right. You do pay me nothing. I, I know. You just keep drinking that water. That's all you, you can afford. This is coffee. Wow. Yeah. You really spent uh, your last your last few pennies on that. Huh? Yeah. Oh, I can't pay my mortgage, but. <laughs> I, got, I bought a Keurig. So. Re- regulators would determine whether a game is targeted at minors by considering similar indicators that are already used under the Children's Online Privacy Protection Act, or COPA. Um, the subject matter and the game's visuals, uh, visual content, would help regulators determine who the game is marketed towards. Here's where I had a problem. That, that's a, that last section of the quote is really important to this conversation. Yeah. Subject matter and the game's visual content would help regulators determine who the game is marketed towards. So I can look at this two ways. First of all, let's just look at Fortnite. Let's just start with Fortnite. And understand that Fortnite is very cartoony. It's very, like, as far as how, how the visual content would be, is that targeted towards kids then? Because it's not all blood and gore and all this stuff? And, and vice versa, how can you sit there and say, oh, well, Call of Duty isn't targeted towards children because, it's, uh, because of its visual content and subject matter, yet children play the game? More children play. I th- do you remember the fact? And this was a small little, uh, small little study that we did back when Splatoon Two came out. And I forgot what the, um, I forgot what the game, the like the grown up game. It must have been a Call of Duty that was going on at the time. And there was a joke that was thrown out there. So we we held a vote in the community, and it was it was just a landslide of how many of us were playing Splatoon Two, which was built for children, 
and then none of us were playing Call of Duty, but all the children were playing Call of Duty. That and I'm, by children, I mean children within our community, people that have kids that are playing and they're playing Call of Duty because because Splatoon's too cartoony or whatever. Well, the thing again, Call of Duty is sort of like marijuana. It's all about peer pressure. If other <laughs> kids are smoking it, your kids can end up smoking it. You're not it. wrong. You're not wrong. I'm really not trying to stretch out that uh, headline we made up. I'm not sure if everybody can hear it, but the but our corgis here in the studio are also in agreement that this is not okay with them. Yeah, they're upset. Yeah, but the uh, so anyways, subject matter and game visuals content would help regulators determine that. That to me is a very like gray area that I think you're gonna have a hard time with. Now, sure enough, you can you can get in there and say, hey, the Crayola scooter game on Nintendo Switch should not have microtransactions and pay to win functions. But it does. Does it? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> So I'm just at that point, like it's very clear cut. Like if you really need subject matter and, and visual content to understand that, th- you can't figure that out before that part of it. Then you probably shouldn't be the one deciding this factor, anyways. But let's move on. Pay to win mechanics in games targeted at minors would also be outlawed under the legislation. This includes progression systems that encourage people to spend money to advance through a game's content at a faster pace. So, I don't know, anybody ever play Clash of Clans? Because that would be a great example of give us money and you know your, your troops and everything replicate faster so you can attack more people and you can be better at the game. Like, if you give money to Clash of Clans, you're better at that game, period. That would be an example of why of that, that not floating because there's a game that is very e for everyone out there on the you know free to play and needs to reconsider their mechanics of how they're going to generate money. So this is where we really get into like the meat of this of this topic. And that is, when a game is designed for kids, Game. De- this is a quote, sorry. When a game is designed for kids, game developers shouldn't be allowed to monetize addiction. I, I Like, should you really be able to monetize addiction in gaming, period? Like, I know there's casinos and stuff, but like, in the, in the video game world, I'm just talking video, actual video games, I don't really think monetizing addiction sounds like a good idea, period. Like, that just sounds bad. You just sound like bad, a bad idea, bad business model, bad people. Is it any different than begging your mom for quarters to go play at the arcade? Yeah. It is different. No, no, I know they, like, I propose that, but it is different because, you know, one was a physical location that you had to travel to and be at. The other one is your phone in your hand that you can constantly dump money into. You leave my damn arcades out of this, all right? Poor things. There's not that many. Coin, of, coin grubbing there's, monsters. There's not that many of them left. You back off. Um, anyways, so it shouldn't be able to monetize addiction. Uh, and then, and when kids play games designed for adults, they should be walled off from compulsive microtransactions. Game developers who knowingly exploit children should face legal consequences. Okay, so you want to block off this from kids' games. Sure. But then you want to somehow block them off from adult games that they're playing, which which I guess technically they probably shouldn't be playing. But they're playing Call of Duty, folks, okay? They all do. They're playing Rainbow Six. They're playing whatever whatever hot game is out there, they're playing. And if they're not playing, their older brother is, which then means they're playing. And and if they're not and if they're not, then they're watching their dad play. Like they're they're in they're involved with the game. Grim. 
Um, so it, it's very, it's very uh, novel, I suppose, that the this senator would like there to be a, a way to keep miners out of uh, areas of the game where they could engage in microtransactions. Um, and it's because there's already actually a really successful model that exists for keeping you know miners out of things uh, in in the world of online pornography. Uh, there is <laughs> there's a page that comes up before you enter a pornographic website that you know it's it's impenetrable when um, it asks, "Are you 18 years of age?" <laughs> and doggone it! Every time I click no, it turned me right around. So. Oh wow! How about you? Did you ever get past that? Did you ever... Yeah, I did. You did? I did. Yeah. You lied? Yeah. You yep. clicked yes? Uh huh. Absolutely. And what happened? I even said I was like sixty three at one time. Whoa! Yeah. You, you do you think that could happen with video games? Man, I um, that's that is your problem. Is uh, <laughs> is exactly that. First of all. Kids are a lot smarter these days than we were. So I know I was always clicking no. I didn't know you could lie. <laughs> Clearly. So figuring out how to work around that or get into dad's account or whatever is going to be, um, you know, it's going to be a problem. But I'm not saying don't put up these these protections. Like, obviously, they already have some, like, parental control in video games. Like, on the Switch, you can turn parental control on, and you can stop, you know, stop them from viewing anything above a certain rating or whatever. Like, I'm I'm all for that. My problem is, is the way that, like, a lot, the way a lot of this is, like, just thrown out there and just kind of like, oh, well... You know we're gonna we're gonna stop all this, and if they go into an adult game, then they're gonna they're not gonna be able to do it, and and it's just like, first of all, you're not that's not gonna it's not gonna work, in in a very high percentage, I believe, but then to go into this next part is where I really just kind of lose my mind because this is that concept of like, there's you know there's two sides to every story, and we're we're looking at the one side right now, which is this senator that's very anti microtransactions, loot boxes, things like that. It's, it's you know we're teaching our kids to gamble before they're legally able to gamble. It's like gambling's not good, period. Okay, no one like I'm sorry if you enjoy if you <laughs> how enjoy, do you think we paid for all this equipment? <laughs> if you enjoy Me going blackjack, if you enjoy going to the casino, good for you. But at the same time, no one could sit there and say, "Hey, going to the casino is a good idea." Like I'm sorry, it's just not. It might be fun from time to time, but it's not a good habit. Just like smoking and drinking yourself to death is not necessarily a good habit. Just like marijuana, guess what? Isn't a great habit. Like, it can lead to some bad shit. Not so, according to this senator. Yeah, because it's a gateway drug, man. Just kidding. It's not. But. What about gambling being bad? Grim, weren't I, we gambling on the pre-show? I, making bets? We're doing this show live at the casino right now. <laughs> 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 we love Greek town. Woo! Keep, the, keep paying the bills. No. Um, but, so this next part is the Entertainment Software Association uh, responded to the proposal saying that other countries have determined that loot boxes do not constitute gambling. Well, congratulations! I'm so happy for you that. Oh yeah, there we go. You just to- you turn the noise filter off, right? So we pick up that. Uh, yeah, I wanted to really hear the yeah. live atmosphere of yeah. us here at the casino. Nice, nice work, yeah. Hey, Bobby. Nice work over there on that blackjack table, buddy. I love you. Anyways. Ah, craps. <laughs> craps. See, I I know casino stuff, slot machines and shit. (laughs) But 
They come out and they say it doesn't it does not constitute gambling. Their quote is what set me off. So here it is, the quote. Parents already have the ability to limit or prohibit in-game purchases with easy-to-use parental controls. I am so like this pissed me this just pissed me off. I'm like, okay. All right. Okay, the Entertainment Software Association, you're telling me it's okay for for you and the developers or the publishers or whoever it is that's going to lay this in here to just put the most addictive, money-hungry, just bullshit into your game. And it's okay because the parents have the ability to control it through parental controls. Let me ask any, like, we're not, I'm not a parent, you're not a parent, but but how about I just lay down this this statement here, because I've been a kid, and so have you. Can, can we actually do this in a role-play? Um, I, I hate role-playing, but we can try it, I guess? Like, I feel like I'm in Best <clears throat> Buy again, and I, like, just, I have to earn my blue shirt. I just, I want to be your child. Can we, can we do this? <laughs> try it. Daddy! <laughs> God, I hate your voice, I child. Want, I want skin that looks like a goldfish in Fortnite and it's $20. If you can learn to speak like a human being, then I might let you have the skin. I can't. I want the Fortnite skin and it's $20. Have you done your homework yet? No, I just play Fortnite and I need $20. When's the last time you went outside? I've never been outside. Not in my... Not in my adult life. I'll tell you what. You go run around the block like four times and then we'll talk. Give me your wallet. <laughs> no, I'm not giving you my wallet. I need $20. <laughs> See, at this point, I would imagine when I say no again, you should freak out. What I'm going to do is I'm literally going to murder you in your sleep, Dad, if you don't give me $20. That right there is exactly what happened every time. Every time. That's what happens if I was Grim Child playing <laughs> Fortnite. No, but seriously, it is that, it is that, that ridiculous <laughs> concept that's like, I want something, right? And I've, I've been this kid. Like, I want this action figure. No, you already got an action figure. But I want this one. No. And then I, like, have a hissy fit about it. You know, like... That happened last week with your wife. Yeah, I know. She just would not let me get the... I'm not going to go there. I'm not going to go there, actually. But, yeah, seriously, my wife has to treat me like a child. But... <laughs> <laughs> but we're not talking about that right now. We're talking about children. Real children, not not man-childs. But anyways, I just I don't like this answer that it's okay for them to put shitty things into games because parents have the ability to block it. It's still there and the kid knows it's still there because when he goes to school and then there's the family that doesn't block it and they're like, "Oh my god, how'd you get that skin?" It's like, "Oh, well, it's on Fortnite." And, and then the kid's like, why is it not on my Fortnite? And then she, they go home and they find out, oh, it's because dad blocked it. And then they stab dad with a knife. Or, or you're a police officer and your kid finds your service weapon and shoots you with it. This is a real story. This is a problem, folks. I might be picking the worst, like the worst of the worst, because, I mean, that kid, wow, that was messed up. But seriously, that's a real story. Look it up. We have a problem at that point. These kids are as addicted to this as some grown-ups are when they lose their entire life savings and everything that they own to a casino or or, or whatever, or however they're gambling their money away. The internet or whatever, but... Dogfighting. Dogfighting. <laughs> Mike Vick, but anyways. Cockfighting. 
<laughs> that too. <laughs> Snail fighting. Snail fighting. <laughs> Anyways. $20. <laughs> I just, I don't like this because we are seeing, we are seeing the kids act out in ways that I don't, I, I never watched someone when I was a kid act that way. Like, have I seen meltdowns? Yes. Ha- have I seen like just embarrassments? Yes. But have I, did I ever hear about a kid murdering his family because he didn't get a video game or he didn't get a, a an in-game purchase or whatever? It's, it's just insane to me that that's happening. So when you think of what the medium is, what the, what the, what the, what the lesser is, right? You still have kids that are like their grades are suffering. All they do is talk about the game. All they think about is how they can make a couple bucks so that they can buy a skin. I I kid you not. I do have a personal story on this one. <laughs> I do have a personal story. I went on a on a bike ride uh, with a friend and his uh, stepson, and I was talking to the kid because I knew uh, because my buddy told me he was a gamer. I'm like okay. So I'm talking to him, and I'm learning. <laughs> the same kid that washed his controller. <laughs> yes, yes, it is the same. The same one. Okay. So, but listen, listen, because this is this is this is honestly, I don't want to like knock the kid, but this is sad. Okay, like I really in, in, was like confused and upset about this, and I forgot to tell you about this part, and I don't know why. So. I'm talking to him, and he's like, oh, yeah, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, well, I'm guessing you're a Fortnite player. And he's like, oh, well, you know, I played Fortnite, um, but I don't play it anymore. And I'm like, oh, okay, you know, and we talk about the games that he, that he is playing. And then he goes on to say, he goes, yeah, I got, a, um, I got 25 bucks, so I'm going to talk. I'm going to ask my mom to take me to GameStop so I can buy V-Bucks, so I can buy all of the Battle Pass levels. Because I don't play the game, but that way I can get the items. What? And I was like, but you don't play the game. Why do you want the, like, I, I was like, wait a minute. You just told me you don't play the game, so who cares about the items? He's like, well, yeah, but, like, I need the items before the season ends. What would you call that? That sounds That's like addiction. an addiction. That's addiction right there. This kid literally wants to take his $25 he has that he could buy a video game with and just spend it on fake items that are in a game that he doesn't play. But don't worry. There are abilities in in-game purchases through the parental controls. You can stop it. This is a problem. And and I'm, I, I'm on the side of the senator. I would like more things to be done here because I think the whole loot boxing and the pay-to-win and all of these just ways that these companies are trying to make quick bucks off of their software, is just it's just a shitty way to do it. Like, I love video games and I love the gaming industry, but right now we're kind of in this realm of, like, questionable, like, very questionable, like, situations here where we're just like are, are you a good person like is this a good thing that you're doing like congratulations you have a success a successful video game are you ruining our our like you know this younger generation absolutely those kids are totally boned <laughs> so i i look at it this way um you know let us know what you, the way you're looking at it because everybody's got an opinion on this i think you know some people have kids some people don't but but i think we all revolve around this and understand that it's a problem and that something needs to be done about it 
Belgium is a great example. Last year, the Belgium Gaming Commission ruled that loot boxes fall under the jurisdiction of its gambling laws. Concerns of that have spread across Europe and have pushed studios like Blizzard and EA to pull the sale of loot boxes from their games in those countries. I'm st- like, we have Europe. We have we have a lot of people, a lot of countries that are that have either done something already or are talking about doing something. I think it's time for the United States to step in and at least talk about this and at least think about regulating it somewhat so to, to protect kids that no they don't know any better than than to follow the herd and to you know the biggest thing I always come back to is being in school you have your friends you have your people that you know that maybe aren't your friends you have your bullies you have whatever it is but in the end, you go to school, and one thing that you always try to do is make sure that you're, you know, you there's a certain level of like, I want to be cool, I want to fit in, I want to be whatever whatever that terminology is you want to use. Everybody does it, even if your mom and dad tell you like it doesn't matter, you be you or whatever, you're perfect. You still go there and you still try to fit in, and you still try to like make sure that you're not like the loser of the school like that's just that's just the way it is unless you're named deadite i didn't care and yeah and so but i mean even i guess in my opinion is like you were into band right like and stuff like that so there was a level of and i was real farty when i was younger so no one wanted to be my friend anyway right but in band, like it didn't matter okay if you were in band if you were if you were uh, on the hockey team if you were whatever in like nowadays in the robotics team whatever is whatever that avenue that you were whatever that thing is that you cared about when you went to school like that was the thing that you tried to own that was that was the thing that you tried to make sure like there was a level of respect like ethan's good at drums and then you go home and yeah you liked drums but you actually you also wanted to like i don't want to call it showing off but like you wanted a level of like you wanted that comment to come out again. You mm-hmm. wanted someone to say, "Man, yeah. you should see Ethan play the drums. He's really good." And you're like, and I could see how kids with video games, it would be a similar thing now. Like, oh, you should see Timmy. Timmy's got the best loadout. But it's scarier with things like Fortnite, where it's, everybody's playing it now. You don't have that. It's not just the nerds. Mm-hmm. Everyone plays Fortnite. So all of a sudden, when you don't have the skins and you're bad at the game and things like that, like you are literally ridiculed across. Every platform that exists within within the school. Remember the kid that always had the more expensive yo-yos? Yeah. Like the kid with the $100 yo-yo? You're like, why did your parents buy you that? It's awesome, but why? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's exactly what I mean. That's a, that's another good example of it. Or it'd be for us, for, for me, back in the day when I was playing like Magic the Gathering or, or a card game, and you always have that kid that like, we get packs every day. Like parents would just buy him packs every day. He had the best cards. He had all this stuff, you know. And just because of it, people would didn't know how to play the game worth a shit. But didn't matter, you know. He was the cool kid. And like, so then you were like, I want more packs. I want more packs. It was that same thing. You were driven. We were like, Mom, take me to the card store. I need to go to the card store. I need to buy a pack of cards. And it's tough. It's something that like. I think is even hard for adults, especially in the social media age of everyone wants to try and keep up with anyone else. Like, I, I don't I don't think that's something that's escaped, escaped us as a, a generation, but it's really hard for children to understand and detach from that. And I think that is the, the heart of some of this. And again, the loot box gambling thing. I'm not a big fan of loot boxes. We talk about how uh, neither of us ever buy keys for Rocket League, you know, to roll the dice to open our our loot chest to see our one crappy item in it, where if it were, here's a dollar, can I buy a specific item for a dollar? I would do it. 
Yeah. You know, like, I don't like the gambling aspect of these either, and I do think it's poor practice. Yeah, it is exactly. Poor practice. It's not stimulating anything on a a positive note. And and overall, yeah, maybe you're making money, but at the same time, like, you're not, uh, you're, you're not making a good representation of yourself. And eventually, when this all crumbles down, do you want to be that that company that gets thrown on the chopping block or do you want to be the company that reacted to this and actually you know clean themselves up yeah well, <clears throat> well before we move into our next news topic grim yes can i have twenty dollars to buy the cloud nine skin for my dominus you know that is a very good <laughs> investment because you said cloud nine to be fair, though, that's not a micro like like I mean it's a microtransaction, but, but it's not a loot box. It's not a loot box. You, you know what you're getting, and yeah. I'm and that's that's a little different to me. But and I, I know our, our conversation did actually sort of weave away from the loot boxes just to talk about skins at a point. Like we just kind of talked about the microtransactions yeah. and the way they're affecting children. But again, the heart of this thing is about the gambling aspect of loot boxes. Um, but again, neither of us are big microtransaction fans, so I don't you know. I'm not super pro legislation, but I'm also not pro microtransactions or over over consumerism, I guess. So Yeah, I guess for me, like on the legislation side if, is if these companies are gonna get out of control and try to just nickel and dime us and feel like they have nobody that can step in and tell them otherwise, then then maybe it's time for someone to step in and actually regulate it a little bit. Yeah. So All right, topic number two. Dauntless. The free-to-play monster hunter-like action RPG from Phoenix Labs has gotten an official release date. The game, uh, which was originally slated for the PS4, Xbox One uh, in April of 2019, uh, but it is now hitting both consoles along with the Epic Game Store next week on May 21st. So, um, Dauntless is a game that's been around for a while, and I got to play it at at several packs um, conventions because it's been around for a while and it is it's a really cool game it's very much like monster hunter um, world but it was it was a thing well before monster hunter world it just unfortunately lost the race to you know to the finish line and but i think this is interesting the reason why i wanted to talk about this is because i think them waiting to kind of make this launch separates them far enough away from Monster Hunter World and other things where it all of a sudden feels like I kind of want to play this game again. Where when I thought it was going to be coming out, um, you know, again, every year I thought it was going to come out, but when it looked like it might be coming out around when Monster Hunter was launching, I was like, well, I'm just going to play Monster Hunter. So, um, but they've done a lot to this game. So, you know, you have your four-player, you know, RPG co-op hunting crew where you're going to go out and you're going to just find these crazy beasts and you're going to take them down, um, take parts off of them, be able to make cooler and cooler weapons. And then and it's just that it's that kind of uh, dungeon crawl grindy thing where you're just going after more and more loot. But they've put some interesting aspects into the game from uh, things like battle royale battle royale games um which invented you know kind of started your battle pass concept so now launching alongside the game is the season five hunt pass and i think it's kind of funny that here's the game launching with the season five hunt pass which tells you how long this game has been in like closed beta open beta you know it's been around for a little while Anyways, it's the uh, Season 5 Hunt Pass, which is um, 
dubbed Hidden Blades, so each pass has like a theme to it. And similar to Fortnite's seasonal battle pass, Dauntless Hunt Pass gives uh, holders a chance to unlock special cosmetic items and other rewards. Uh, with the season's pass, the Shattered Isles will receive a makeover for the Moon Blossom Festival, and there will be an assortment of ninja-themed gear to earn. So they're even changing a lot of that around um, per season, which is cool. Uh, in addition to the new Hunt Pass content, Dauntless is launching next week with all of the features and gameplay improvements that Phoenix Labs introduced recently as part of the game's open beta, which on record was over 6,000 like improvements to the game. Cool. So they're tweaking it a lot right now, getting it ready for this. Um, but that, with that said, you have... The among these uh, is the mastery system, which is the developer says offers a new way for slayers to hone their skills, earn experience, unlock achievements, and acquire new rewards. And then the game's campaign has also received a massive rework. So it looks really cool. It's free to play. The monsters that we got to play back in the day were really cool, and they've added so much more in every season. They add new monsters, so it's an ever growing game, too. And for free to play, I mean. Why not give it a try and see if you like it? Yeah, we talked about this a little bit as we were prepping the show out that Monster Hunter has always been a game that sort of interested me, but at an arm's length because it's a little intimidating. Like, there's a lot to do in the game, and unless you're really going to commit to it, it's really not worth the $60 investment. Yeah, very true. And I look at this game and go, I don't really know if this is the type of game that I would really get that deep into. But being that it's launching free-to-play on PS4 and Xbox One, it is that type of game that if you and a few of the boys were hopping on doing a party, man, I might download the game and hop in and play for a few hours and see if I like it, and then then maybe I'll go somewhere with it. And that is one of the cool things that I like about the free-to-play model. And... I don't know. It, I, I think it would be a nice addition to, you know, the free-to-play lineup that is on PlayStation Xbox. But also, I think it's a really good get for the Epic Game Store. It fits into what they're already doing with Fortnite, what we think they're going to do with Rocket League. And I, I, I'm i excited about it. Yeah. and Yeah, I, I agree with, with that. They also, um, you know, the, also the cool thing about it is that I've played Monster Hunter World. I've played this. This is less involving, yeah. involvement. It, it, it doesn't require as much dedication to it. You can get into a hunt and go hang out with your friends and, and you know, take down an owl bear and then quit. You know, and so um I and you don't have to worry about the the crazy stamina and, and cooking food and, and doing all these things to maintain. Um that that's the one thing I like about this game is that it does have a lot of aspects of Monster Hunter, but but a lot of aspects of Monster Hunter have always kept me out of the franchise until Monster Hunter World, um, and even then I had a hard time really investing a ton of time into Monster Hunter World just because it was it's just too for me it was too much, so. I'm interested in it. It's coming out here real soon. You'll you'll probably see me streaming it some, and I'll definitely be online playing. So if you pick it up, you know, feel free to hop into some of my campaigns, and we will hunt some monsters. All right. Topic number three. I see you making a note. Is that something I'm supposed to pay attention to? Nope. I was just making an edit later in the document. Fantastic. Topic number three. Respawn will ban piggybacking. In Apex Legends. Well, I'm out. I'm out. I'll just delete the game. You might as well. Uh, so, yeah, Respawn will be soon be bringing out the ban hammer for piggybackers. 
Everyone's like, what the hell is that? Because I'm sure as hell, I sure as hell said that earlier today. I was like, piggybackers, what? So, um, <laughs> sounds, a, yeah. sounds like a sexual thing. Yeah. yeah. A bunch of perverts meeting up and banging in Apex. So, according to Respawn, piggybacking is when a player drafts off other players in the squad to carry them to a good position and level up faster, but doesn't actually participate in the match. That's what I'm saying. I'm out. If they're <laughs> going to ban me, I might as well just leave early. But here's where it gets, here's where it gets good. Meaning they never collect a weapon, fire a shot, or don't they don't deal any damage, et cetera, et cetera. So I've never seen, and I mean, to be fair, sometimes the game's so chaotic I don't pay attention, but I don't think I've ever seen a player that, like, was running around late game and never had a gun, right? But I've definitely played with people that were so bad that they had zero damage. Come on. Zero, you, zero, you zero damage. Their name was Dead Eye. Yeah, as I say, if you're going to roast me, you might as well say my name. Yeah, okay. It was Dead Eye. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. It was Dead Eye. There, there's some others. Some some others are out there. There there might even be some people watching the show right now that, that know who they're talking uh, who I'm talking about. But I'm just curious because uh, Respawn investigated how many matches were being affected by this behavior and decided that it is a prevalent issue that warrants in- instituting temporary bans for players that exhibit piggybacking behavior and extreme cases could lead to permanent bans. I was just like, wow. Like, First of all, it's not hard to level up in this game just by playing, right? It's not difficult. I, I feel like I reached level cap easier in this game than than many other games I've tried to level up in. And secondly, there's not, like, I mean, yeah, you get currency and stuff, but there's not a whole real, like, there's no rush to be level capped in this game. There's no no advantage. There's, There's nothing. Like, yeah, you get a couple Apex packs here and there, but that's it. Like, it's not really worth it. So what what is driving people where they're going to waste their time running around, because you can't stand still, you'll just disconnect, running around and not doing anything. Because if Respawn has some sort of analytics that say this is a issue, that's crazy to me. I guess it is. If they have to come out and make a statement that they're going to start banning people that do this, it clearly is some sort of an issue. It's crazy to me, though. Like, I mean, we did dumb things in Apex when we first started. When we first started, we had six people online, and we said, hey, let's try to queue into the same game, and we'll run a six-man squad against everybody else, and then when we're the last two squads, we'll face off and see who wins, right? And, like, we did dumb things like that only a couple times because, A, it wasn't the easiest thing to do, and, B, it was pretty stupid. Like, it was pretty dumb, and... And we didn't want to get like in trouble and have our accounts banned. Because you heard it here first. Stupid. Grim and the boys used to cheat all the time at Apex. <laughs> all the time. That's why we got so many wins. But but seriously though, this seems like the dumbest cheat ever. Like why? You're, okay, so the longer you stay alive in the game, technically the more experience you can gain. I get. I understand that. But like, what what's driving you? Like, what's the goal? I don't get it. There's no rank. It's it's the same thing we talked about like eight months ago or whatever. Like there are people that like will pay you can pay people to play games for you to level your account <laughs> yeah, up. Yeah, it's yeah. like because then what? the second they hand your they hand your account back, 
You you sign in and you just drive yourself back into the ground because you didn't earn it. You didn't work your way up there. You don't understand how to play the game at that level. So you just paid money to have someone bring you up to platinum mm. and then you drive yourself down to bronze. Well, well, here's the problem. So I was just thinking like, you know, like thinking about it like I've I've crossed level 100 in Rocket League. So I have the Rocketeer tag on my, my account. God, I've, even shitty players can earn it. And that's what I'm saying. Like if <laughs> I feel really proud of that fact. But it wouldn't matter if I paid someone else to make it to level 100 or I made it there. I'm still an embarrassment to the game. (laughs) (laughs) So I guess I'm flip-flopping. I should have just paid someone and saved the hundreds, the 200 hours of my life. That was brutal on yourself. I I look today. I've spent over four days of my life playing Rocket League on Switch. Over four days of my life. <laughs> right. It's a good four days of your life. <laughs> You're going to go home and play some tonight. I am. I know, because I'm going to play some tonight. But Drop shot. I don't know. I just, to me, like, this, this, is, this is ridiculous. I, I can't believe the, the measures that these companies have to go to now to, like, stop cheating. And it, to me, because I always ask the question, I always wonder the question, like, Cheating takes away from gaming in my in, in my eyes. I, I just I never really got it. Even even back in the day when I had a game genie or something, I rarely used it because it just it took a lot of the enjoyment out of the game. I like c- competition or I like a challenge, and the second that's gone, boredom sets in pretty quick for me. Where I'm like, well, cool, you know, I I have unlimited lives, so I just. I just suck and can't get past this boss. It doesn't matter that I have unlimited lives. I can't beat this guy. So I guess I'm done. You know, like there's no, it just, it doesn't do anything for me. So I don't understand the people that do it and do it all the time. And every time a new game comes out, they have to figure out how to cheat at that game. And it's just like, why does that drive you? You know, I mean, it's the same question as like, why does someone want to hack and steal identities and, and let's not say it's for money, but like they want to just cause someone just pain. Like, like why is, why is that the thing you want to do with your life? But cheating, but game cheating is just like, to me, it's even worse. You're ruining it for other people, which I know most, most cheaters don't care about that aspect of it. But how is that? How are you enjoying it? Like if you have aim assist on and drop shot and all these things where it's just like all you have to do is pull the trigger and everything else is done automatically and you just and you kill people like you have no skill you're not even you're not good at the game you you are nothing and like though you might be ruining someone else's experience which maybe is what is the kick you're getting you're not getting better at the game you're not there's nothing positive about what you're doing and so that's what just baffles my mind when people are like, I'm going to piggyback. You know, I have a friend that has 100 wins in Apex Legends. I'm just going to stand behind him and let me let him win for me. That's not even fun. That's true. You're like, you talk about four days of your life put into, into Rocket League. You have memories during those four days of crazy things that happen, crazy comebacks, and f- some of your favorite goals, and all those things are there. You might not be a platinum player, but you have those memories. This kid over here that's cheating doesn't have any of that. He's like, yeah, I stood behind my friend. I got 70 wins. I'm, I'm awesome. I can just show you my stats, and, and you think I'm good. But I'll never play with you because then I'll expose myself as, as, as a <laughs> cheater. You just said I'll expose myself. <laughs> I'm going to clip that one. Oh, damn it. <laughs> well... You don't have to clip it. Someone else already clipped it. It's already been clipped on Twitch or Facebook or wherever they're watching. 
I just, it's so dumb. And, uh, you know, good for Respawn. They've really been active on the whole banning of cheaters. And I do like they come out and they don't, they won't even tell you how they're doing it because they're like the first company, I swear to God, that don't come out and like transparently be like, yeah, you're cheating and this is how we're going to stop you and we're going to implement this because it's going to stop you. So then you basically give all the cheaters and hackers time to figure out loopholes around that before you even implement implement it. So I like that Respawn even came out and was like, well, if we tell people, then they'll, then they'll figure out a workaround, but we're just going to warn you and then we're going to hit you with it. And then you'll figure it out, but by the time you figure it out, we're going to hit you with something different. And that's, just, you know, I do like, I do like uh, how they're, how they're working on that. So uh, on, on a secondary note, just, this was a, this was a, um, a forum that, that the um, community manager kind of made the announcement on. And they also made the announcement, they also talked about um, all the issues that people are having. So like the, uh, the slow-mo drop-in issue at the beginning in the games and, and some of the, uh, the PS4 crashes and things like that. Uh, were all talked about and addressed during this same um, meeting or whatever forum. And so uh, not that it's all going to come out in the next patch, but we got an update on a lot of things. So it is nice to see that Respawn's listening and they're trying to take care of their game. But at the same time, they mentioned that work-life balance is important and that they're not going to push their their, comp- their team into crunch time and all that stuff. So they were still making sure people understand um, why they're more of a seasonal update and not a like weekly update. All right. Patreon news topic of the week. Yeah. You vote every week on patreon.com slash games media on a <laughs> topic. Uh, this week, um, you know, that sound effect is actually pretty accurate. <laughs> Every once in a while, folks, I let Deadite do something. This week, I decided to let him do the Patreon news topics. I let him pick them. I let, yep. him, I let him post them. And boy, oh boy, do we have a doozy this week. It's it's like when you let your your little dumb neighbor dog sit. Like, you couldn't kill the dog, could you? You come home, the do- there's vomit everywhere. <laughs> the dog's in pieces. Bo- both, kid and, both the kid vomit and the dog vomit. And you're like, I should have never trusted this child with my dog. Just like you should never and trust me to pick. you still pay him. Yeah, you still got to give the kid his 20 bucks. So he can go get his V-Bucks. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Why is my dog dead? I don't know how to play Fortnite all day. (laughs) Uh, And, you know, that's what happened here when I was given the the much too big responsibility of picking our Patreon news topics of the week. So before we go into the topics, though, I just want to say, like, our news topics, we set, like, an expiration date so that that way by the time we get into the studio, the voting's closed. And then we set, um, you know, that you can only pick one item so that way you don't vote for multiple things. (laughs) This got out of hand, guys. And, yeah, and so uh, none of that was done. None of it. So, so yeah, uh, I was like, okay, okay, that's cool. So what, what one? And I'm like, oh. Oh, okay. <laughs> Guys, we I Skill. forgot I forgot to lock it down so no one could vote more than once. Yeah. And um but anyways, we had one vote <laughs> total <laughs> because I picked the worst subjects ever. And literally I mean, we had a comment, we had a comment yeah. that was like, I don't want to vote for either of these. And I, I don't like, care about either of these <laughs> topics is what the comment said. And they uh, didn't vote. So, okay. 
So yeah. So, my bad. It was. It's a slow news day. We are in the pre E three lull for the next you month. You use whatever excuse you want. Listen, these were the topics he picked, folks. The loser. We had to come up with a clickbaity <laughs> title. We had to talk about loot boxes for a half hour. Like it's a slow day. Okay, we're trying here. We're trying. We're trying. So okay, the the news topics. The loser was. Is there a <laughs> is there a region in your brain? Is there a region in your brain dedicated to identifying Pokemon? And <laughs> which in my brain there has to be because my okay okay no 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 hold on we give this in a second okay? okay because I have a question for you before you start getting into this like into the losing topic yeah, that you yeah, can't yeah. talk about yeah, I can't talk about it. the right. winning <laughs> the winning topic. Yeah. Was uh, mm. was basically um, <laughs> <laughs> Platinum Games wanted to let everybody know that the cancellation of Scalebound wasn't just Microsoft's fault. Yep, they were now, now, mind you, I was like, oh, okay, that's interesting. <laughs> a, a new article revolving around Scalebound. Weird. And I, I go to read the article on IGN, so it's not like you pulled it from a bad spot. Yeah, yeah. IGN, that's fine. You accuse me of pulling it from MovieRank.com or something no, like, like that? ScreenRant.com. Okay. Because I did find one of it. So anyways, I'm reading it, and, and it's like three paragraphs, very small paragraphs, and, I, and, and then a picture in the Any middle. Any paragraph seems big to me. And a picture in the middle, and I read it, and I go... I didn't even like try to sugarcoat it. I think my response was, "This is a really bad article," and <laughs> this is when it went. This is when it went upside down, guys. I already knew he butchered the hell out of this post. <laughs> he just starts laughing. He goes, "Oh, really? I didn't even read the article. I just read the headline." And I'm like, "Oh my god!" So now my backup question to you is. Did you read the Pokemon article? Nope. Okay. <laughs> well, when, when there was only one, I, I oh, just read the God, headlines. Folks, I'm sorry, patrons. I'm sorry. I, I we'll, just, get, we'll make it up to you next week. I just read the headlines, and I was like, yeah, these look good, because I was finding nothing at all. <laughs> I was like, oh, man, it's all Rage 2 reviews on the internet today. Yeah, it does drop tomorrow. So Yeah, there, there was... Nothing. I was like, oh, well, these headlines would be good. Let's go with this. And then I was like, I'll just read whatever the winner is, and we'll go with that. I didn't realize that the article I picked was not really an article so, as much as it was an extended tweet. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, so here's the one quote I could pull out of the uh, out of the entire article. The yep. entire article. It wasn't that big of an article. Don't say you could the pull the entire three paragraph article. <laughs> this is quoted from the uh, Platinum Games president. Okay. I think there are areas where we could have done better, and I'm sure there are areas that Microsoft, as a publishing partner, wish that they've could've, they could have done better because nobody wants a game to be canceled. <laughs> yeah, okay. okay. <laughs> That's it. I kid you not. The rest of it was like, hey, you shouldn't blame all Microsoft because, like, you know, we did, we weren't, we didn't do the greatest either. And I think we both learned from this. And, you know, it's okay. Like that, there was nothing else in this article. Nothing. It sounds like enough. So, <laughs> with that being said, I just wanted to remind everybody how disappointed I was that this game got canceled. And I'd like to take the second to remind everybody 
that I saw this cancellation coming from a mile away. <laughs> no, you, there's yeah. no way you saw it a mile away. Okay, listen, so yeah, I think there's areas we could have both done better, <laughs> and I'm sure there's areas Microsoft as a publishing partner wish they could have done better. Guess what Microsoft could have done better? Stop this game earlier, and guess what you could have done, Platinum Games? Not make a train wreck, because the last trailer we saw for Scalebound, I was like, what is happening here? This game looked cool a year ago. It's looking awful now. It looked like a different game. It but, looked really but, bad. But bottom line is it had dragons in it, which instantly gives gives it credit to me. Like, So I, does Merge Dragons. No, Merge Dragons is different. That's garbage. <laughs> It's an Android. It's a it's a smartphone game. Lair. See, I was very excited for Lair. <laughs> Even after Lair got bad reviews, I wanted it because it had dragons in it. I I like. I want a good game with dragons in it. Can you name a game that has dragons that's good besides like Panzar? I think if you were to look back, and that's not even a good game. I anymore. think Panzar was good when Sega Genesis. I mean, Sega Saturn launched. Yeah, it's impossible it didn't to play. Age well. No, no, um, not at all. Man, another good game with dragons. Yeah, I'm one. not that into dragons. Um, dragon Quest? I don't. I don't are there <laughs> dragons in Dragon Quest? Yeah, but not. Okay, I, I, I said that wrong. A game where you get to play as the dragon or with the dragon. That's the thing that I wanted. I want, like, Lair. Oh, How to Train Your Dragon uh, 2 on the Xbox 360. No. Duh. No. Uh, duh. No. Uh, <laughs> first, uh, of all, first of all. First of all. First of all, you've never played that game. Uh, it's the only Xbox 360 game I own. Is it for real? No, I don't own any Xbox <laughs> okay, 360 games. That, right. that system's a big pile of garbage. Is, is that game even real? Or do you even know? Uh, <laughs> I read a headline uh, once that said it was. <laughs> uh, I'm about to find out. When did How Did You Train Your Dragon 2? How Did Train Your Dragon 2 even come out? Was it after the Xbox 360 was dead? Uh, I don't think so. I think it came out. Uh, oh yeah, it's totally an Xbox 360 <laughs> game. It's totally real. <laughs> Yes. You got so lucky with shovelware. Yes. So lucky. Grim, with buy this. Buy this for me. I will buy it now. I will buy it. Pull some screenshots of this. I want to know. Uh, do you even get to fly as a dragon in this man. game, or is it just a ripoff? Oh man. <laughs> um. Hold on. We got. Yeah, you get to fly around on a dragon. This looks awful. It looks, it looks like it's a PlayStation Two air. It's probably it's probably Panzar Dragon, or um, just with a new skin on it. Yeah. This okay, is hold on. I do have so I do. I will let the. Uh, oh, this looks awful. I will let the chat. Oh. I will. <laughs> I will let the chat chime in here because they have been giving us some uh, some feedback. We have Dragon's Dogma. We have Lunar Silver Star Story Complete. Dragon Ball Z. Sky. <laughs> you can't say Dragon Ball Z. First off, all those games are stupid. First off, Second off, there's no, almost no on. dragons I'm in it. I'm not done yet. Skyrim. Legend of Dragoon. Aragorn. <laughs> Aragorn. Yes, now we're talking. That is my kind okay. of thing. Craig WK probably has the first like legitimate game where you play as the dragon most of the time. Mind you, I'm not dog and lunar, okay? But or Skyrim, my wife will kill me. But Spyro the Dragon is a good answer. I don't know how he overlooked I don't know Spyro, how. which is very fun. Yeah, I don't know how he lost that. And Miggy, your next one that you just posted doesn't count because you just said you literally put in parentheses Android slash iOS, and you know how I feel about that. What game? Trash. Do you, what game do you think? Uh, Dragalia Lost or whatever that Nintendo game. 
Oh, yeah. Which technically you do have like a dragon spirit like in you and you can transform, but like it's only limited. Like I'm talking about like scale bound was the idea that you like it was like think of it like a flight simulator. But instead of an airplane, you had a dragon that you customized. That was the idea that was going to be the the idea around it where you were going to be able to just tweak out your dragon and do all sorts of cool stuff. And then you were going to be able to play cooperatively with your friends and, and you know, everybody's dragon would be unique because you'd have all these different loot drops that you'd be able to just spec out your dragon differently than everybody else's. So that was going to be cool. It's that idea of like, I don't know, uh, think of like the division two right now where it's like you go in and there's so many different combinations of equipment that, Yes, you're both soldiers, but but your specialties are totally different because of the way you're specced out. That was the idea here, which made it really cool. Layer, the idea well, that was like the first time where I was like, oh my god, I get to be a dragon and just well, I, I get to ride a dragon, I think, or was I the dragon? You I think you were the dragon. I think there. I was the dragon. Yeah, and you could fly around and just destroy stuff, and it seemed really cool. And the the six axis wire motion controller was gonna let you you know control your dragon. Be the dragon. Oh, boy, that was a big letdown. Can can Craig real quick confirm in the chat if there are any dragons in Dragon Warrior? <laughs> There's dragons in Dragon Warrior and and Dragon are, Quest. But are you? But you're not. You're not a dragon. Doesn't sound good then. <laughs> right. The other not one, as good as How to Train Your Dragon Two on the Xbox 360. Did it also come out on PS3? But Spyro is a good answer. I'll give yeah. I'll give that one yeah. some. Uh, uh, yeah, and Craig and Craig WK does say says that there are dragons in those. So there you go. Interesting. And he does say in Dragon Quest Eight, you kind of play as a dragon, and then he re- he reinforces it with kind of question mark. Kind is good enough for me. I don't think so. I think you would be you play Dragon Quest Eight and you'd hate yourself for it. Yeah, you're right. I, yeah, I retract yeah, that statement. I yeah, I, I think you should. But okay. Anyways. We're getting we're getting a little bit long here on the Patreon topic. We at least made something out of it. Yeah, you can't take that away from me. Yeah, I can take away the fact that I'm probably never going to ask you to do Patreon news topics ever again. Mission accomplished. Unless the people vote on it. If they if they had a really good time here and they want you to pick more often, maybe I just let it be your thing. Something. And you have to do it every week. I'll, I'll I mean, I'll do it. It'll just it'll get bad. Sometimes it might have nothing. It'll be just things I made up. Like, hey, hey, no, no. Patreon news topic of the week. You want me? No, I know what you'll do. You'll literally pick a Pokemon topic that you can vote on, and then B option B will be blank. It'll be there, yeah, yeah. and you can vote on it, but it'll be blank. No, it'll be it'll be talk about this Pokemon subject, or then the next thing will be talk about nothing at all. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Do you want this segment or not? If you do, it's this one. But, but to be fair, it's because I have that part in my brain about pokemon and i have nothing else <laughs> all right okay well thank you patrons for um putting up with dead Eye this week thanks for enjoying quality time with me that was our attack on the news for these topics and much more visit gameslowmedia.com and continue the conversation in our discord right on the home page of the website scroll down click that discord button talk with gamers from around the world every day for free do it do it all right let's get the zilla update Time for the Zilla Happy. Ah. That's right. Let's go. Zilla update. I'm going to go first, I think. Okay. I had a very special weekend. I got to uh, check something off on my bucket list that I've wanted to do for a long time. And it was even 
cooler, better, more special than than what I expected out of it. So before the holidays, or during, sorry, last holidays, we had an event that we ran from, I'd say about no, around November all the way to the end of the year. And we raised money to donate to Gamers Outreach and have some gaming carts made for Children's Hospital. If you don't remember, we reached our goal and then we decided to go try to go double and we reached that goal. So we earned enough, generated enough donations to make two gaming carts. We then decided to donate them to the CS Mott Children's Hospital in Ann Arbor, Michigan. And, um, you know, we, at that point, we kind of sat back and waited for the carts to get made. Well, they're here and they are now delivered. Saturday, I got to go to CS Mott and a couple of us, myself, Chops and Xander all went to the event and uh, we, we went there, got some pictures with the cards, got to meet the uh, everybody at the that runs the facility um, for CS Mott. We got to meet a lot of people from Gamers Outreach and we had a good time, but we knew there was an event going on, but we didn't really understand what it was. And when we got there, we were told that uh, you know we would love if we volunteered and we helped run the event. So we all jumped aboard and um, Mott Arcade is a monthly event that they hold where they just take this big conference room and they turn it into this giant, just gaming, just giant game room really. But I'm talking, I don't know, how many, how many stations did we have? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight to 10 stations. All with like drop down screens, projectors. You're talking, you know, four pro controllers for the Switch on every Switch station. You had Xbox stations. You had PS4 stations. You had Oculus Rift stations. You had Just Dance stations. You had Lego Creation stations all in this room. And so we set it all up. And, um, you know, then we basically kind of. We roamed a bit, but we kind of manned the different stations, helping people set up for if they wanted to play some Mario Kart or some Smash Brothers or whatever. And, you know, we, we took, like I said, we took some pictures and stuff with, with the carts. And then they told us, you know, please don't take pictures during the event. Some of the kids didn't sign waiver forms and they're not comfortable with it. And it all makes sense. Yeah. And that's where, like, uh, so I was born a cleft palate, and I've been through plenty of surgeries. I've spent time in Children's Hospital, and I've told the story. It was the story we told when we started this campaign. And it, it nothing prepared me for my initial reaction to when I started seeing some of these kids come in. And, you know, it, it definitely made – I had the feels. I, I had the teary eyes. You know, it's hard not to sit there and, and feel bad. You know, like you don't want to feel bad for people, but like it's hard not to. It, it's a tough situation. You're dealing with children yeah. that are in a hospital. No child wants to be in a hospital. No one wants children to be in a hospital. Yeah. And you, like you just said, were you understand that. I don't I was never really in the hospital when I was a kid. Like I could go and, and feel bad, but you can empathize in a way that a lot of adults can't. Right. And so I, uh, you know, it was hard at first. I was welcoming people and I was trying to be just my outgoing self, but I kind of felt like I was, I was closing off a little bit. And, and then, you know, I met a few, a few of the kids that came to my booth when I was running the Mario Kart booth. And, you know, I could tell some of them looked uncomfortable. Some of them looked scared. Some of them were tired, like whatever, but they were there and they were, 
they were starting to kind of come around because of what was in this room. And so you get them that controller, you get them into a game, and they'd start playing. And you really would start to see like that kid come, you know, really just start coming out of their shell. Being a kid. Being a kid, yeah. And so it was super cool um, to be a part of that and to help out and to have, you know, I met a bunch of families, moms, dads, grandmas, all, you know, all, all they're all there and they're all thanking us for putting this on. And, and every time it's like, I'm an emotional person. So every time I'm trying not to like break down because they were all nice to, and like, they wanted to, t- to tell me what's going on, and they wanted to thank us for the carts and things like that. And a lot of times they couldn't keep it together, so then it's really hard for me to keep it together. And but it was it was super special to share that with them. And you know, um, we kept getting thanked, but it, for me it was just me thanking them. Like, thank you know, I thanking the the CS Mott people, the gamers outreach people for even giving us the opportunity to come out and do this. And so I had. Um, I had Aaron come come um, into the into the room, and he was in a wheelchair, and you know I, I I instantly was like, I instantly felt bad. Like I was like, man, I just it's so hard to see kids like this, you know, and they're so young and they're already going through this struggle, and it's just not, you know, in my head, it's just not fair, right? And so, you know, Aaron comes right up and wants to play some Mario Kart. And so I'm like, yeah, absolutely. I, you know, and I'm getting it all ready for him, and I get the controller for him, and we start, you know, and we don't have a full squad, so he's like, you know, will you race with me? I'm like, sure, absolutely. And I jump down and I start racing, and he starts smack talking me so bad, and he's good. He's really good at Mario Kart, and so I was like, I, it instantly like freed me, right? Like I was very reserved and trying to be yeah. careful, and I was, I was. You know, and some some people don't like that. We're like you're treating them like they're delicate. They don't like that, right? And that, and I understand why, but it's but I, that's what I was doing until he finally like you know he showed me who he was, and I was like you know and I and it allowed me to free up and be more more myself with him. And we had a really good time. And he went over to the Smash Brothers table and and did the same thing with you know with Chops and Xander. He's a really good gamer. And so, like, seeing that, and, you know, and I had, a, I had a younger girl that was very shy, very, like, closed off, and we got her over to the Just Dance um, section. And I've never played Just Dance. I'm not a dancer. I'm not good. I don't have flow at all. I'm not st- stylish. So, but I was going to dance. She wanted me to dance with her. And so I started to dance with her, and I, I feel like an idiot. And, you know, another adult jumps in and starts to dance with her. And she just, she literally dances 20 songs in a row. She finishes the day off just dancing yeah, and dancing and dancing. I like that. And that's, you know, that was that moment where I was like, I, I don't, you know, like, it doesn't matter how big of an idiot I look like. I don't care. Like, this is, this is, this is a moment that I'm super happy that I get to experience. So we're super happy that we got to deliver the cards. They're going to, they're going to help so many kids there. And... Um, we're, we're so thankful that we got to have the experience at CS Mots during that event. It, and because, you know, we, we did, we did a good enough job that they, they really liked us. They invited us back and it's a monthly thing. So the, for the, the GameZilla community, if this is something that interests you, uh, I have the contact for, for, um, the people that are running it there. Um, and we, you know, we definitely are going to be going back. I'm going to be going back. So if it's something that you would like to get involved, Discord, right? Reach out to me. Talk to me. This is something that I think a lot of people could go and really have a 
you know, it's a, it's a life change. If you haven't experienced it, if you, if you're looking ways to to give back and to help out, it's life changing for sure. And and I mean, helping kids, I don't think the like it's good to help out however you can. This one's this one's an easy win. It's an easy win every time. And so, um, you know, let me know. I'll I'll definitely be going back. I want to thank again CS Mott, um, JJ Connor, everybody there. Uh, for for letting us help out and and you know and teaching us things we needed to, we needed to know uh, to be prepared for how to handle things and uh, gamers outreach for delivering the carts and sending send, um, you know a couple representatives to hang out with us um, all the all the Michigan volunteers from University of Michigan we had a bunch of them that that came and, and did all of that um, the 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 Lego build section was super cool um where you could build legos but they also let you build legos that had built-in like motors and stuff like that so once you built it based off an ipad like step how to you know step by step you then would hook it to the ipad and they would teach you how to code it to actually make it move very cool and so not only are you building and creating but then you're able to bring it to life and these are all things that they're really doing the vr experience was super cool to try to get kids into the woods and into the ocean and things like that away from mm, from the, the you know the hospital it's a and, big, uh, big thing for the kids that's yeah. awesome so a lot of cool things going on there if you want to get involved they're always looking for volunteers nice that was my gaming moment of the week well, it, and it, again, we do go want, ahead. One up me. Yeah, I'm about to trust me. <laughs> uh, we, we again, real quick, want to thank everyone that contributed to uh, Gamezilla Gives Back and our participation with participation with Gamers Outreach uh, for our chance to be able to do this and uh, get the for those kids. So again, remember if you donated or shared a link or you know anything like that, you helped uh, you help these kids be able to play some games. Now, yep. I'm pretty excited about my gaming moment of the week. Because it is big. It is maybe the most significant thing that's ever happened to me in the world of playing video games. Oh, boy. Look at me. Look at me. I want eye contact right now. You're sitting in the room with someone who this weekend hit Diamond 3 in Rocket League Rumble. (laughs) Diamond 3. I was one rank away from being a champ one. I have a screenshot yeah. on my Switch to prove I hit Diamond 3. I almost pooped my pants because <laughs> what happened was last week, I think I talked about this last week on the show, I hit like Platinum 2. I'm like, what? I am Platinum 2 in on Rumble? On prelims. Yeah, yeah. I, I got placed in Plat 2. I was like, what is going on? Because I'm like a bronze, high bronze, low silver rank in twos uh, for regular play. But I'm like, man, I'm a Platinum Rumble player. I was like, dude, let me just see how, like, I need to get my silver wins to get my silver rewards. But I was in Platinum, so I could just keep going. And I played, like, three or four matches from Platinum 2. And all of a sudden, I look and I see I got a promotion. I go, oh, look. Man, I thought I was, go- I thought I got a promotion, but it's just a one. And then I was like, wait a second, that's just Diamond. I played like three matches, all of a sudden I was in Diamond. And then I got all the way up to Diamond 3. I was like, yes, I am the greatest human being alive. I am Diamond 3 in a really stupid mode in Rocket League. Again, Rumble is the mode with power-ups. Um, <laughs> and if I were to have reached the champ level, the champ reward would have been NRG champion. Like, RNG champion. That's what I mean. RNG champion. Because a lot of it is just randomly generated yeah. power-ups for your for you to get your win. I hit Diamond 3, and then I went on a losing streak. Uh, I lost like five in a row. And I think I ended up in Diamond 1 at the end of the night. But still, 
diamond. <laughs> but still diamond. Still, I was a diamond. Th- I was like, I was like, man, I am, I am sniffing the butt of Champ One. I'm, I'm now. I'm, I'm gonna be season eleven started today. I'm going right back to Rumble. No, you're not. I'm no. going right back to Rumble because guess what? I'll get those sweet ass diamond rewards. So when you got your Rumble. when you got your bronze reward, you got your silver reward. Did it show that you had to win ten games in Rumble under I gold? Would, yes, I would have had to win ten gold, ten plat, uh, ten platinum, and then ten diamond to get diamond rewards. Mm, okay, but again, so. I just didn't have the time to do it. Yeah, so I only got silver rewards. Okay, because I so quickly just got rocketed up to diamond, and I and it was like all those platinum matches us cruising through everyone as soon as i got into high diamond and i was playing against high diamond and champ one players that's when i started losing i was right. like oh falling right back down yeah well that's cool though that's that's wild yeah good topic well that's what we're doing we want to know what, what you're up to and do that through the discord gameslowmedia.com click that discord button Come hang out with a fun community from around the world and talk games every day and other things. We got pet channels. We have movie channels. We have, what else, music channels. I mean, there's all sorts of stuff in there. So come hang out. It's a fun fun little group. Chat with some cool cats. Yeah. All right. Well. So here at GameZillaMedia.com, we have other podcasts that will not have as clickbaity titles for their episodes as we do. Uh, Legend of Retro, all things retro gaming, and I... I could be mistaken, but there could be a guest on this week's uh, episode of Legend of Retro who is oh, uh, superb and possibly good at a crappy version of Rocket League. So oh, listen to the Legend of Retro this week. You will not regret it. Uh, Noobs and Dragons, it is our Dungeons and Dragons storytelling podcast. Started at episode one. Don't hop in at the new episode. You'll be confused if you have not listened before. It's an episodic storytelling Dungeons and Dragons game. Uh, so hop right in. Noobs and Dragons, episode one. Last action podcast they cover all your favorite action movies and of course noise land arcade they're currently going episode by episode through season two of the greatest television show ever the simpsons this podcast has been brought to you by our supporters on patreon visit patreon.com slash games today to see everything games media has to offer and if you've listened to all your podcasts you've gotten all your patreon content and you need more then we have our youtube channel we have our streamers on Facebook and Twitch. Uh, we have our blog right there on the website. And, of course, we've already mentioned it, the Discord. It's it's the happening place. So make sure you check out wherever it is you like to hang out. Look up Games on Media. We're pretty much everywhere. We And we have content. We have a little bit of content everywhere. So there you go. We out here. We're out here. All right. Uh, this has been episode 259 of the GameZilla podcast. Uh, we'll see you next week. And until then, remember, we are your elite free DLC for all your gaming news. And until next time, don't game do on. drugs, don't do loot boxes. <laughs>